Hey, hi, hello, humans, and welcome back to the Creepy Cryptid Crypt. Um, this week, I'm going to tell you about a serial killer who was called the Giggling Granny, also known as Nanny Doss. Sorry, I'm just going to make sure that I'm recording because I wasn't recording the last time I recorded the first five minutes of this. Thankfully, I'm recording. Okay. So, Nanny Doss, a.k.a. the Giggling Granny. Um, records show that she murdered 11 people between 1920 and 1954. Uh, four of those humans were her husbands. So, another black widow on our hands here. And I will just jump right in. So, Doss was created by the humans named James and Lou Hazel in Blue Mountain, Alabama. When I was doing my research, I was reading that as Hazel. It's Hazel. Hmm. Uh, her birth name was Nancy, and she was one of five children. She had three sisters and one brother. Uh, it was reported that no one in the family really liked Father James because he was strict, controlling, and abusive. Also, the census records kind of showed that it was likely that Doss was created out of wedlock, and that oftentimes Doss and her family lived apart from their father, meaning that the census showed Doss's mom and her siblings in one household and Father James Hazel in another household. So there's that. Just, yeah. Um, so no surprise that she had a terribly erratic and rough upbringing. Uh, she had difficulties with reading and school because her dad would often force his kids to work on the family farm instead of go to school. So, yeah, I think that might have been pretty common for the time frame she was born. I actually don't have the date because I'm silly, but uh, um, that might have been common at the time, but it didn't help Nancy Doss growing up. So um, this also doesn't help. Sorry, I'm giggling because it's fucked up, but she's fucked up, so it's fine. Uh, at age seven-ish, Doss was on a family trip via train and the train stopped abruptly and she ended up slamming her head into the metal bar on the seat in front of her. Because, you know, seatbelts. Not really very well used yet. And uh, as a result, she suffered headaches, blackouts, and depression for many years following the accident. She would later blame her mental disability on this. As we get into the story, I don't think she has a leg to stand on with this bullshit, but I digress. Uh, in the happier moments of her childhood, Doss liked to read her mom's romance magazines. And I think based off of her reading level, she more so looked at the pictures or read what she could because again she had that brain injury she didn't get to go to school a lot so i don't know how much she was actually comprehending when she was reading based off of that uh so as a result you know being a teenage girl doing what most normal teenage girls would do she started to dream of her own romantic future I'm sure, hopefully, with someone who's a total opposite of her jackass dad, but who knows? Um, and uh, their dad found out, and so Doss and her three sisters were forbidden from wearing makeup, attractive or fashionable clothing, and they were also restricted from going to school dances and really, you know, any other social school event. So, didn't get to go to school to learn, also didn't get to go to school to socialize. Um... So now that we've got her background, I'm just going to jump into husbands because that's exactly where she lands in her teenage years. There's not a whole lot of meat to the rest of her upbringing, so we'll just dig right in. Um, 
There's a sassy slinky outside the door, so I apologize if he is in the background of this episode. He was banned from the podcast room until this episode is done. So, anyway, husband number one. Doss married her first husband, Charlie Briggs, at the early, early age of 16. Um, They met at work at a linen thread factory, and surprisingly, her dad approved of the marriage. So So they married after a whopping four months of dating. Um, Braggs had only his mom for family, so anyone who has ever had, like, a shitty mother-in-law can probably tell you exactly how that went. Uh, Mama Briggs needed all his attention, insisted on living with them, and often preventing Doss from doing anything she really wanted. So not only is she controlling her son, she's controlling her daughter-in-law. There's a bunch of women on TikTok who talk about this and read stories of situations like this. So if you want to laugh, head over to TikTok. I can't remember this one lady's name. She's super funny. If I can find it before the episode is over, I'll shout her out. Um, So controlling mother-in-law. So not only she's married young, but she's like the third person in her own marriage. And she's constantly being told to do what to do by someone who isn't even her a fucking husband, but I'm not even going to get into that, but be like someone who's not related to her. She's just a motherfucking bitch. So <clears throat> there's that. Um, so they married in 1921. They had four daughters between 1923 and 1927. And being under the stress of just being a mom to four, Doss started to binge drink and smoke. I'm hand gesturing. I'm sorry. You can't see it. I'm just like, <clears throat> um, so already we kind of get the gist that they didn't have a happy marriage. And so I almost changed his name. Braggs and Doss kind of get to a point where they're suspecting each other of infidelity and they're accusing each other of infidelity. Um, some reports state that they're both correct, but I don't know how the fuck Doss would have had time to find that out with four kids and her mother-in-law like up her ass, but... She did somehow. I don't know. There's no internet. Maybe somebody came and told her. I don't know. Um, So as a result of these four children, Doss being an alcoholic and an unhappy marriage, Braggs would just like up and fucking disappear for a couple days at a time. Just gone. Goodbye. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Fucking piece of trash. And then in 1927, um, two of their daughters died from food poisoning. And Braggs was like, you killed my children? So he took the eldest daughter, Melvina, with him and just dipped. Um, he left their newborn, Florine. It's an interesting name for a daughter, but I digress. Uh, he left the newborn and his mom with Doss, which I think I'm, I'm not really sure how that computed into, hey, you killed two of my children. I'm only going to take one. Bye, mom. Goodbye, infant. Good luck. I don't really know. So, um, as a result, you know, clinging monster-in-law, uh, his mom died shortly after he left. If you asked her ghost, it would probably tell you that she died from a broken heart. But, um, there's a lot of theories saying that it was probably Doss who poisoned her mother-in-law. I don't condone murder, but I, depending on how big of an asshole she was, I don't know if I could really blame her, but I digress. Actually, I could blame her. You can probably just kick her out and not fucking kill her, but whatever, Doss. Um, So with no husband, she takes a job at a cotton mill for income. And about a year later, Braggs comes back. And he's like, hey, 
And here is our eldest child. I kept her alive. Also, this is my new person. And this new woman has her own human. And therefore, uh, we all live here now. I would like a divorce. Which is, again, going about things in a super weird way, Brags. But all right, whatever, motherfucker. Um, so they got divorced. And he apparently would go on to tell everyone that he was constantly terrified of DOS. And I think that that may have been, you know, a chunk of it. But I also think that he was kind of terrified of, like, having a wife that he could no longer control. Because he doesn't take his kids with him when he divorces them. So he's obviously not that fucking scared of her or scared for his daughter's lives. He's just fucking chancing it to go start a new life. Which, I mean, okay. That was smart for you, idiot. Sorry. I just, I don't like people who don't take accountability for being parents, dads especially. Um, so after the divorce, Doss and her two daughters, you know, go back to Doss's mom's house uh, back in Aniston. And so Doss, heartbroken, although I don't know why, it sounds like Braggs was a trash person human and husband but anyway she's heartbroken she goes back to her tried and true romance magazines and she starts writing into the lonely hearts column and this is how she meets poor husband number two mr robert frank harrelson a 23 year old factory worker in jacksonville and this so they're exchanging letters i almost said emails but that's totally incorrect they're exchanging letters they fall in love. He sends her poetry. She says, ah, yes, this is true love. I must have it. And for some reason, as a thank you for the poetry, she sent him a cake. Maybe that's just how it was done then. I don't know. But they ended up meeting in real life and they got married in 1929. Um, so then as a result of that, Doss and her two surviving daughters moved to Jacksonville so they could all be one family. <clears throat> she would... <sighs> She would later discover that Frank was an alcoholic and had a record for assault. Uh, aside from that, all was relatively, you know, quiet for a while. There was a report of her potentially murdering two of her grandsons, I think from Melvina, but there's not a lot of substance to one of those claims. The other claim I'll get into at the end of the episode. So just, just put a pin there. Just pin it. It. Um, so with the first one, shortly after birth, they think the sisters, there was this whole story where the sister who gave birth, Melvina, was like super in and out. She was exhausted. It was a long labor. And then the younger sister, Florine, had grown up a little bit, had been at the birth with Doss to help. And she, she being, um, motherfucker, Melvina, that's the name. Sorry. I always think Elvira for some reason. Melvina thought that she had seen her mom, like, put a hat prick pin in the top of her newborn's baby head because when she woke back up, she found out her son was dead. Uh, Florine also... It's a stupid fucking name. It's a stupid fucking name. Stupid fucking name. Sorry. It's a fucking... It's, a, it's an element. Stop it. Why? Uh, Florine had confirmed this, but she didn't want to freak her sister out. So, um, the interesting thing about that is that for some reason, they both believed that to be true, but then Melvina left her other son in her mom's care while her and her husband went out one night, and he, like, fucking 
died while he was under Doss's care, so logic. I don't really know. Anyway, um, somehow Doss got $500 in insurance money for the passing of that child, as it was accidental. Um, details aren't really available and or clear, but again, if you've already lost one child to your mom, why are you leaving the other one with her? And I'm not entirely sure how Doss finangled getting the insurance money. Um, I'm not sure if that report is accurate, just take it as you will. So, um, back to Doss and Frank's marriage. They were married for 16 years before Doss just decided that the romance was dead in their relationship. And um, this is the part where I would ask my guest, would you like to guess what happened to poor old Frank? But there's no guest today and the dogs are out of the podcast room, so I will just ask you all. If you guess he mysteriously died, then you, you got it correct. I don't have a prize, but um, comment on today's episode's Instagram to see if you did get it right, and maybe, maybe I'll send prizes. Who knows? Interaction is fun. Um, when the coroner showed up, oh, this piece of shit. When the coroner showed up, Doss ensured, ensured that she was there and also made sure to tell the coroner that her husband was an alcoholic. And therefore, the coroner just was like, all right, cool. He died to natural causes, acute alcoholism. Perfect. Done. But what actually happened was that Doss put rat poison in his corn whiskey, slowly, repeatedly, and often. Just fucking... Poisoned a poor man and joined his fucking whiskey. Fucking rude. Smart, but rude. Um, so now we jump ahead to 1947, two years after the death of her darling Frank, and she meets and marries husband number three. They met while Doss was traveling to Lexington, North Carolina, and they married three days after meeting, like fucking psychos. Just psychos. Um, this husband also turned out to be an adulterer and an alcoholic, so, you know, she's trekking really strong on that Prince Charming front. Maybe she did want to be with somebody like her dad. I don't fucking know. I don't know what she's going for. Um, and so, for some reason in this marriage, Doss is the one who would disappear for months at a time, uh, which makes me think that maybe she was setting up her next victim, which is why she was in and out. But when she was in town, her neighbors always said that she was, like, the perfect doting wife. And then... When husband, who is this? Husband number three? Jesus. Yep. Husband number three just like suddenly died of heart failure. Everyone in the community like surrounded her with support. And they were like, oh my God, we are so sorry. You must be so heartbroken. Blah, blah, blah. Anything you need. Blah, blah, blah. So there's that. And then she pulled a good old fingers and faces. Fuck, what is her name? The original Black Widow. We said her name wrong. Ba, 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 ba. Hang on, hang on. It's gonna bug me if I don't fucking say it on this episode. Who are you from this episode? Fingers and faces. Judy Buenano. Buenano. Whatever. Fucking Judy, right? She pulls a fucking Judy. And so shortly after the funeral of her husband, their house, you know, just mysteriously burnt to the ground. Um, and the house had been left to her husband's sister, but the insurance money for the burning down of the house went to Doss. So she was really smart with that one. Um, 
apparently didn't put this note in there, but while they were married, uh, Doss's husband's mother also lived with them. Her name is Dobie. And after the house burned down, she then killed Mama Dobie. And then just went to fucking North Carolina. And this is what led me to believe that she probably killed uh, Bragg's mom after Bragg's left. So she's kind of got this pattern. She gets rid of anybody in her way, any witnesses, takes the insurance money, fucking bounces, pulls uh, a Judy Buenano, who's the other one. I can see her stupid face. I should have just left it open. Fuck. The blue beard. The lady that was never found. You guys are probably screaming it at me. <laughs> Bell guns. That's what it is. I hope you like my song. I made it just for you. Um. Anyways. You know, just doing just like bell guns. You know, a lot of these black widows, they're in it for the money. They like to say they're in it for love, but they lie. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so she kills Mama Dobie, heads off to North Carolina. It's reported that she used her method for dispatching of most of her other husbands. Not like the first one she killed. Her other husbands is that she had a stewed prune recipe which she put arsenic in i would have used strychnine again i digress um i did find an article that has the actual recipe she just fucking shared it with everybody i'm not gonna share it because you can google it and go find it but there's that don't trust anybody who gives you stewed prunes okay just fucking don't so at this point, Doss joins this thing called the Diamond Circle Club, looking for her next husband and victim. I like to imagine it's something similar to sugar baby, sugar daddy things, but it's probably not. Anyway, um, she joins, and shortly after, she meets Richard L. Morton of Emporia, Kansas. They got married, did the whole thing, blah, 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 blah. Um, this one was not an alcoholic, but he was an adulterer, was a ladies' man. And um, his mom also came to live with them. And so it's reported that Doss killed his mom, Louisa, like as soon as she came to live with them. And then she waited three months after to murder Morton. Uh, so now we're in April 1953. So she's, a, she's accelerating, kind of, mostly. She's accelerating. She's killing the husband and the mother-in-law. I don't know why nobody's like, don't fucking marry her, but she's moving around so she's being smart. Fucking stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I don't know where her kids are. I don't know why her kids are like, stop killing my stepdads. Maybe they're not involved after the whole murder of the children thing. Just, I'm, I'm concerned that no one's suspicious yet, but. Uh, a couple months after that, she meets fifth and final husband, Samuel Doss of Tulsa, Oklahoma. They got married in June of 1953. Uh, Sam's a little different. So he's a clean-cut, church-going man who disapproved of Doss's romance novels. You can imagine how she felt about that. So in September, lo and behold, good old Sam goes to the hospital with flu-like symptoms. Hmm. This, this sounds familiar, my friends. And so the hospital was like, eh. He had a digestive tract infection, and they treated and released him um, in October, October 5th specifically. So if you don't know, 
Not only does arsenic slowly kill you, but it will fuck up your digestive tract, especially if you are consuming your poison. So if it's not being injected and you're eating it, it's slowly like eating away at it. So hence infection. Uh, So he's released October 5th and Doss is like, fuck, this is already taking too long. She kills him the night he comes home and then goes to cash the insurance checks the day after. And Sam's doctor's like, what the fuck? We just let him out. Like, he was fine. How did, how did we get here? So he was smart, and he ordered an autopsy. Would you like to guess what they found? If you say lots and lots of arsenic, you win another prize. Um, so this is where Doss finally gets arrested. And she's arrested. They start investigating her. And she's like, I'd never fucking do that to anyone I loved. And so word is starting to spread at this point that she's in custody and everybody from all of these different states are calling into the police department and they're like, yo, shit's fucked up with this lady. We're glad you finally caught her, but look look into all her husbands, look into her kids, look into her grandkids, go all the way back. So this is where they start to catch her in her lies during interrogation. Slinky. Hang on. Did you want your bone? I know you didn't want to come record with me. Okay. We have to. Slinky wants to be a part of the end of this. Yes. Thank you. Is this better? Okay. So. They catch her lying while they're interrogating her. And while they are catching her in lies, she's fucking giggling in the interrogation. And she's like, oh, you're right. I guess I did do that. And corrects her fucking statements. Like, a bitch, who the fuck are you? What the shit? Um, she was very, apparently, you know, very happy, very polite the whole time during the interrogation. And, you know, was known to be this happy-go-lucky human, which is probably why they dubbed her the giggling granny, outside of the fact that it's fun to say. Um, in the end, she confessed to killing four of her husbands, her own mom, one of her sisters, one of the grandsons, I think the one that she got the insurance money for, and then uh, Mama Dovi. So it's not even everybody that I think she killed and that other people think she killed, but she did confess to a handful of murders. So um, they had to make sure that she was fit to stand trial because, you know, it's a lot going on with this bitch, especially with the history of not being able to read and hitting her fucking head on the train. They wanted to make sure that her mental faculties were intact to proceed with trial. So they were able to prove that she was fit to stand trial and she pled guilty on May 17th in 1955. Um, sorry. Nope, not sorry. I'm pissed about this. She got life in prison instead of the death penalty because she was a woman, which is dumb. Fucking dumb. So fucking dumb, but okay. Uh, And again, like I said, they couldn't charge her on all of the deaths. So I've estimated there's probably at least maybe five she wasn't charged with. And I'm sure many more we never even fucking got wind of or know about. Uh, Thankfully for the world, she died of leukemia in the hospital ward of Oklahoma State Penitentiary in 1965. So she's gone. Thank God. Or the gods, rather. Thank whoever you pray to. Anyway, um, 
So there you go. You have another old-ass Black Widow fucking tricking men into marrying her so she can murder them and take their money. Um, you'll find most often female serial killers. Well, that's a, let me back up five paces because that's not right. You will find that female Black Widows usually use poison because in their brains there's less evidence which isn't always true, especially now in this day and age. You can go back to find the receipts of where the poison was bought. You can check in the body to see, A, where it was administered, because our science is really good now, and B, you know, the levels that were administered. Like, you just, you can't fucking, you can't go fucking murdering people for money. Uh, it sounds like you never really had a job, Doss, but I'm sure you could have figured one out. There are other options. There's plenty of other women who don't go murdering people for money. Gosh. So. Anyway, there you have it. The uh, quick giggling granny episode. You will catch us next Wednesday. Uh, please don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, do all the things. Head on over to the Creepy Cryptid Crypt podcast on Instagram to check out photos from this episode. I will include one of Slinky being sassy because he's being an asshole. And I will talk to y'all next week. Let me take a look at what's coming up. Um, 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 um. <laughs> oh, next week. Okay. Dr. Manhattan is back for a special on the Danvers Asylum. Uh, I'm going to make him watch a couple movies that I referenced beforehand. So get excited. All right, y'all. I will talk at you next